0: Welcome everyone to Lionel Home Loans. Um, this is my third episode. This is going to be based on credit. Uh, the first, the first uh, two previous episodes, first one was um, based upon me, so my my financial background, um, what I've done with credit, and what I plan to do with credit. Uh, my my second episode was on the basics of banking, and today's episode is going to be dedicated to credit, credit 101, the basics of credit. Um, listen through all the throughout through the whole podcast because you're gonna you're gonna find a few gems towards the end. So make sure you listen to everything from the beginning to the end so uh first things first, credit what is it so so credit is pretty much an extension or someone that lets you uh, uh borrow something they borrow they let you borrow money um and in ways we think of credit, we think of someone giving us a credit card, so what they're saying is they're 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 giving you a specific dollar amount and that they'll let you uh use that amount and you can borrow it and you can pay it at, at you know taking your time um you can make monthly payments or paid in full, but the point is someone's extending you. Some kind of uh, monetary funds for you to, to use and for you to pay back eventually. So where did credit begin? So credit actually began a a long time ago, and and one of the first words, one actual words where credit, the word credit came from was um, it came from a, a a actual a Latin a Latin, Latin term, and that term meant actually meant I mean I believe. So in the past, you know um, there were no credit cards, but you know uh, merchants and businesses and businessmen used to uh, lend credit to each other, um, you know, in exchange for them to buy supplies so they can sell it and, and make money off of it. But they knew that uh, you know people starting with businesses sometimes needed to take their time and they needed to borrow certain funds to get certain supplies to sell to sell to sell a good. So back then they used you know credit and they used the word I believe I believe in you and I trust in you that you're going to you know pay me back what I let you borrow. So um, that's where the word credit comes from. Now uh, where did credit start? Well. You know, credit has started. Actually, started with lenders and banks, um, and one of the first credit cards um, that actually was created was called the Diners Card. This is a very, very old card, and uh, this card was actually only made for people of wealth, and it was a sign of wealth. And uh, these wealthy people is what the consumers. And I want to say maybe you know, seventy years ago, around that time frame, they were the first ones to be card holders. And, um, they, uh, uh, the credit card that they had was a diners club and it was an exclusive credit card. And it was, like I said, it was a sign of wealth. So only, only specific people had it and, and they use a credit card out of convenience because obviously they didn't want to carry around, you know, cash. So they use a credit card, which was a lot more safer. Um, another card that was uh, another card that's a, it's a pretty old credit card is Card Blanc. And, and that one's similar to a, to, to diners card. Um, these cards, uh, I believe, I'm not sure, they're, they're I believe, I don't, I don't think carte blanche is still is still out there, but um, these are, this is where it started. Um, so credit comes in, in many different forms. Um, credit, it's a credit product, which means you're borrowing money. And, and you borrow money from banks or lenders. Um, and what credit products exist? Well, there are credit cards, there's auto loans, there's mortgages, there's personal loans, uh, and there's student loans, and there's business loans as well. And um that those are pretty much the credit products that are available to you. Um and uh in order to access these to get these these credit products, you can go to a bank, you can go to a credit union, you can go to a financing company, um, you can go to a lender. There's different sources where you can find these credit products. But most of the time you can just find it at your local bank. Um so in order to, to, to establish credit or to get credit, um uh you, you need to access your credit um through a or 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 figure out what your credit score is. You can access it through one of the big three credit bureaus. Now, credit bureaus are agencies, and what they do is they have communications with lenders or banks. And these banks or lenders let them know that you establish an account with them, and that you know the, what kind of account, uh, whether it's it's a revolving line of credit, which means that you can use a credit card more, more numerous times, whatever you borrowed and pay it back, and you have the credit line again or if it's an auto loan or if it's a mortgage or if it's a student loan or personal loan. And and they pretty much collect all this data and this collection from from these banks and these lenders. And based on how you manage those accounts, they then give you uh, a score. And and those were that's where a uh, scoring model comes into play. So right now there's actually three credit bureaus, the big ones. Um, once upon a time, there was a no- an enormous amount of them, but now it just came out to, to three of them. Uh, one you can find which is uh, Experian, Experian, um, even though it's based out of Texas, it's actually mostly used on the West Coast. Uh, second one is Equifax. Um, and, and that one is usually used in the southern parts of the United States, so like in the south. Um, and then there's TransUnion, and TransUnion's actually used on the East Coast. So, the, when I say what's well, used on the East Coast or the West Coast, what I mean is that there's lenders or banks who are specifically in that part of the, uh, of the country. They will use that credit bureau if they're nearby that, near, near within that region of the country. Um, so, uh, you know, any, any bank on the West Coast, um, like a Wells Fargo, they'll use Experian, um, to, uh, uh, to access someone's credit report, and that could be for, like I said, like a credit card, an auto loan, a student loan, uh, uh, you know, um, a mortgage, and so on. So this is where you can find your credit scores. You can find them at these three credit bureaus. Now, um, what goes into these credit scores is a numerous amount of things, and it's a scoring model. And this scoring model, um, is called the FICO scoring model, and it was created about 20 years ago. And you probably wonder what goes into this FICO scoring model. Well. It's, it's a collection of different things. Um, one of the determinants for, for, for the scoring model is how many accounts you have. Um, so you have numerous amount of credit cards, auto loans, personal loans, um, student loans, mortgages. Um, all these things go into effect. It, it, you, so it, it goes into effect on how many accounts you have um, as well as how old those accounts are, um, the line of credit or the amount that you borrowed on that specific account. Um and your payment history. You know, if you made your payments on time each time or if you didn't. You know, for, for, for how long did you uh did you did you stop making payments or let's say you stopped making payments altogether. So all these are all important details that go into your into your, your score. And um like I said, each each um each credit bureau has a has a different scoring model. So um now that we know where the where the credit reports are what the scoring model is, and we know what credit credit, credit, credit products you can get now you need to learn how to access your credit report so uh, you can access it um, by by getting an inquiry an inquiry is, it, what it does is it allows a third party like a uh, a bank or a lender to access it and access your information what we mentioned earlier and inquiries uh every time a, a lender or a bank access your credit report to find specific information to see if you qualify for a product. It deducts from your score, um, and it deducts anywhere from four to six points. So you want to be very, very strategic and very smart to how many times um, you try to acquire new credit. And and usually these um, these inquiries will stay in your credit report for a total of 24 months, so it's about two years. So um, you don't want to uh, you don't want to overdo and, and apply for too many credit cards or too many um, credit products, but you want to have enough just to establish it. Um, but you want to be strategic as to how many times you apply for credit, or you ask ask for an extension in credit or an increase in credit. Um, so aside from that, now that we know what's on your credit report, uh, how it makes up, we also want to talk about uh, the positive things. So like I mentioned earlier, it's how long you've had your accounts, where the you know what bank it had, where, where what lender it came from, how many payments you made on time, how big your your credit uh, your your line of credit is, or your auto loans. These things things help. Now, there are things that can go against your credit, which are called negative items and derogatories. So derogatories are um, collections, uh, charge-offs, um, and collections are pretty much that you had an account with a specific lender and you weren't able to pay off the balance in full. So they send it to an agency. And now this agency, um, you know, they bought this account from this lender and now they're trying to collect that money, uh, those funds. Um, so that's a collection. Uh, and then there's a charge-off. Where a bank uh, declares that you know you're not going to pay them back for whatever you borrowed, and they pretty much write it off. Um, another thing that's on there are late payments. So, like I mentioned earlier, if you don't make your payments on time, that gets recorded as well. Not only that, but the amount, how much you were, you know, how long you've been far behind. Um, there's also other things that get attached to your credit card, which are public records, and that comes in the form of uh, liens, um, judgments, um, also other credit products, are bankruptcies and foreclosures. So these things are, they can impact your credit score a lot, your report a lot, and because of these things, you can get denied credit products for a, a, a few, a few, for like about up to seven years, depending on what, what it is. So you definitely do want to take care of your credit and you don't want to mishandle or mismanage your credit. Um, credit is a very valuable thing in the United States. And, uh, one thing. Uh, when i when I said the derogatories um aside from what I mentioned earlier the collections the credit cards, the public records public records um those stay on for your credit for ten years tax tax liens bankruptcies, and foreclosures um they're on there for seven years i believe but it it kind of you know varies from state to state every each state has different laws in you know, in terms of uh, you know financial laws so um it, it but it's about seven to ten years. Um, so you definitely do not want to put yourself in a bad situation. You definitely want to have good uh, uh, management skills, money management skills, and good budgeting. Um, and credit is a reflection of how you handle or mishandle your money. So um, and that's only important to make money, but it's also important to learn how to spend money, how to sp- how to save money, um, and, and how to you know how to invest your money. All these things create good traits for you, so that eventually you can um, have a good credit score and. You could use your credit to help you buy that house, a second house, uh, that car that you've always wanted to get, or start a business. So it's very important to use your credit and it's important to value it because it can open a lot of doors for you. So now that we know what's positive in your credit report and what's negative in your credit report, um, let's talk about how to uh, establish your credit. So I'll give you a simple story. Um, I have a a relative of mine, a nephew of mine who's a graduating um from from college and he's going to go into medical school he's gonna be a doctor and up to this point he hasn't had to pay any kind of um you know student loans um because of his scholarships but now that he's going to medical school he's gonna have to start paying some kind of money and the thing is like i mentioned earlier student loans are a credit product but in in order to get a student loan you have to have some kind of credit so I've, i've been helping him establish his credit so what i did by helping him establish his credit um um, well, what I'm saying is I, I helped them, um, I added him to one of my credit cards because he didn't have a credit score because uh, he had no credit in his report. So now what I did was I, I added it to my credit card. And now what he did is he absorbed my credit card and you know, my credit card information, my credit card history. And within that history, um, it's how many payments I've made on time, how old that card is, um, you know, how big the line of credit is. So with these credit cards I added him, I added him to one of them, the credit limit is about twenty grand and it's about three or four years old. And then I added him to another credit card which is about thirty grand and that's more or less about the same age, about three years. So he absorbed all those three years. All that thirty thousand, all the twenty thousand. So it's fifty thousand altogether, and I just added him a month ago and I said he's absorbed all this information. So now it shows like he has all this credit history on his report when he's only had credit for one month. So I, I, I extended my, my credit cards to him because I believe he's responsible. So that looks good on a credit report. So now when he tries to get his own credit, his own credit his own credit cards, it, it already shows he has some kind of credit history and, and it'll be easier for banks to want to, to lend him credit to help him start his own credit. So now that he's absorbed credit, um, soon he'll be having his own credit cards and eventually he'll be able to qualify and get um, uh, his student loans. Now, one thing I mentioned earlier about the inquiries about when you're trying to get credit, it's important to understand that before you apply for a credit card, uh, for specific, uh, for, for, for specific banks, you need to understand each bank works differently. They all have different guidelines, different things that you can qualify on. Um, and, you know, and the, what, what determines whether you qualify or not is how much money you're making, how much your expenses are, if you pay rent, if you pay a mortgage payment, um, what's already on your credit. Not only that, but um, your annual income and um, also your credit score. So with specific credit cards, with specific banks, they have a minimum credit score. So before you start applying for credit cards left and right, you need to first understand whether you qualify or not to begin with. Otherwise you're getting inquiries, which I mentioned earlier, which are four to six points and it can get dropped every time. So what, what you can do is you probably wonder, well then, you know, where do I find these credit cards? Where do I do, this, where do, I do my research? Go to Credit Karma. I'm sure you've heard of Credit Karma. Everyone's heard of Credit Karma. You've seen the commercials, you've seen the ads, you've seen the radio, you've seen it all. They're pretty much everywhere. Um, credit Karma is actually uh, a good. It's a good use. It's a good. It's it's a good company. They what they do is they help you uh help you so that you can see your credit score, and they help you based on your what your credit score you report is. They make recommendations for where they feel where you're gonna actually qualify for these credit cards or not that they recommend for. Um, and Credit Karma it's a good thing. Don't don't get discouraged, people. Tell you it's a fake. It's a fake credit bureau. It's a fake company. It's actually really good because it'll give you a heads up as to where you are. Now, one thing about them, though, they are a little bit lagged when it comes to updating information. But just keep in mind that Credit Karma is still good. And um, the reason it's free is because the reason it's free is, is because credit bureaus, which I mentioned earlier, you remember I said Experian, TransUnion, Equifax, they all started together. That's right. They created this company to help you establish credit, to guide you there. Um, that's how it started, and that's why it's free. They pay the bill, so you don't have to. So use use this use this free service. Use it to, to know, you know where your credit score is at, and um and uh, so that you know whether you qualify or not for specific credit cards. And like I said, credit karma will guide you through that. Um, so other ways that you can help establish credit aside from credit karma, and like I mentioned earlier, getting added to someone's credit card, like I mentioned my nephew's story, you can start establishing credit by going to uh, department store cards. Um, and when I mention department store cards, I mean like a Target. They can help you uh, establish credit there. Uh, another one is a catalog, catalog, catalog credit card. And by Fingerhut, I mean by credit card, I mean um, uh, sorry, catalog cards. I mean a Fingerhut credit card. They're also really good at starting um, help you establish credit. Now they won't give you a big credit limit, but they will give you something, and something's better than nothing, that's for sure. Uh, another way is to get secured credit cards. Secured credit cards are similar to regular credit cards, except that secured credit card whatever money you put down so you have to put something down let's, let's say 500 or a thousand dollars that's what's going to determine your credit limit um and and you're doing this and in the beginning you might pay a higher interest rate there might be an annual fee but this is better than nothing And this is better this is a good way to start because you know you're you're still um uh, the the, the banks still don't have that much trust in you because you don't have that much credit history yet so they're willing to take a chance on you But based on how much they they feel like you know you can afford or if for some reason you're able to pay it back, they can at least have they can at least make the money by by you know taking whatever they um you put down. So security cards are another way to to get started. Um and you know those are those are pretty much the the four four best ways to start your credit cards. With just with a secured credit card, um you know, credit karma, uh store credit cards, catalog credit cards, and being added to trade lines. And another way, this is a bonus one you can actually have someone co-sign with you. Believe it or not, but there's a bank by the name of Citibank that actually has college student credit cards. And remember I mentioned earlier in my first episode that I was a banker. Well, I used to help student credit students get their first college credit cards. And you know, when you're going to college, most college students are probably not working. They're living off of financial aid, student loans, and their parents. So um, a way to start um, establishing your credit is to go to a Citibank or go to banks that offer student credit cards. And what they do is they allow your parents' income to be used into the application. And uh, another one is actually Discover as well. So that that's a, that's another source. If you can't go to Citibank, go to Discover. Um, and these are student credit cards. Like I said, they're directed to, to college students. Um, you can get points for things that you use, like going to the movies, um, uh, you know, going out to eat, going to concerts. And, um, they help you establish credit. And, um, so these are, these are really good credit cards to start off with. And like I said, they use you, they use, uh, you know, someone else's income, but they, but the other person can also, they can use their credit to, as a, as a, they can be another signer on their on the application to help you get approved. So, um, these are the numerous way to start your credit. Um, and then the last but not least is a credit union. Remember what I said earlier in my first ep- my second episode, my previous episode about uh, you know the different banks, and I mentioned there's a there's a national bank and there's a credit union. Well, credit unions, like I said, like I mentioned in the, that in that episode, are a really good way to start banking because um, they don't have they have a lot of um they don't have monthly service fees. It's easier to qualify, and sometimes these credit unions are for uh, for 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 people in specific um, uh, uh, trades, but sometimes they're not. Maybe it's according to location. Or it's just made for everyone. But these credit unions, aside from, um, from having these free accounts and having a small, a more community bank feeling, um, they also help you start your credit. So, and, um, and, and that's another way to start your credit. So there's numerous routes you could go to. Um, if you're interested in knowing a very specific way of starting your credit, which bank, a very specific strategy, um, you can always reach out to me um you know we can can help you start up a a strategy to help you acquire credit start your credit or let's say you already have credit you made some mistakes and now you're ready to get back on track uh we can work on that we can work on uh, re-establishing your new credit and helping you teach i can help you teach you uh some new traits so that you can um you know take off from there um well that'll, that'll do it for today we're already almost at the uh at the 20 minute mark i know the previous episode was almost 40 40 45 minutes so we'll cut it uh, short on this one um, I don't want to overwhelm you guys with too much information but um like I said uh, these are mo- these are most of the um, you know tips and insights you're going to find um, as we go as we get to more podcasts and you'll get more tips and insights if you pick if I pick up as a client and if you want me to work with you now I do want to give you one more last uh, gem a credit gem um, I mentioned earlier what goes into your credit score and I said the number of accounts that you have. Well, that's, and that's a combination of both closed accounts and open accounts. And uh, sometimes when you have credit, when you have accounts, you wanna have a good mix of accounts. And when I say mix, I mean a mix of different uh, different accounts, different trade lines. Um, and those are like auto loans, mortgages and credit cards, um, student loans, personal loans. So um, you you wanna have a specific, only a specific amount of, uh, of accounts open and accounts closed. I um, mean, you can have as many accounts total as you want, but revolving on, revolving or existing accounts, um, you only want you don't want to have too many. Um, you want to have only uh, you want to keep yourself limited. Um, and right now, if if you haven't, if you're trying to establish credit, and you're getting credit cards. Uh, what I recommend for you is to uh, have five revolving lines of credit, five credit cards. Uh, that's the most you want to have. Anything over that is unnecessary. It leads you to more problems, and the banks will begin to think that. Um, you know that that maybe you you're, you're acquiring too much credit either because a um you're doing fraud or someone's doing fraud or number 2 you're in a really tough situation and more than likely you're not going to pay that back so you do not want to give that impression to lenders or to banks that you know you're doing fraud or someone's doing fraud on it or that um you know that you're in trouble so try to keep try to keep a maximum of 5 five revolving credit open and you know as time goes by you can replace them with better credit cards um, we can talk about it in a different episode but stick with five credit cards um that'll keep you in, in, in good shape and a good number um and it'll keep you safe this way you don't go overboard on these credit cards um so that'll do it for today thank you for tuning in tonight um stay tuned for next week's uh, episode next week will be on auto loans so we're going to talk about um you know um the different places you can get an auto loan at uh which place is better um, the dealership the bank the credit union um, how do i qualify for credit for for, for an auto loan where to where can i go get it at how to negotiate when you're at the dealership uh, different key insights um, so pay attention uh, to next week's episode and of course this one as well and i'll see you then so tune in for-